You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 179, Breaking the Mold, Finding Spontaneity in Your Auditions, and Standing Out from the Crowd. Let's get started. My name is Maggie Barra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can follow me for more tips on the actor lifestyle at Actor Aesthetic or my personal profile at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes. Now, please, let's get on to the show. Hey y'all, it's Maggie. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If you tuned in last week, you heard my episode on my audition guide and how to get really, really good at auditions. This week, I want to dive a little bit further into the number one thing you might be missing from your auditions. And that is, I don't know if you could hear my drum roll, spontaneity. What is spontaneity? It's defined as the condition of being spontaneous or spontaneous behavior or action. What's spontaneous mean? Spontaneous is an adjective defined as performed or occurring as a result of sudden inner impulse or inclination and without premeditation or external stimulus. Ha ha, doesn't sound too fun, does it? If you are spontaneous in the audition room, you're making impromptu, spur-of-the-moment choices. They almost seemed unrehearsed. Think of the most dramatic play or movie or TV show you can think of. Uh, Maybe it's like super sad, super depressing. There's a character that has a breakthrough moment. Um, I don't know why, but off the top of my head, I'm thinking of Anne Hathaway in Les Mis and her moment in the show where she sings, I Dreamed a Dream. And the camera is just a close-up shot of her face. It just moves in further and further throughout the song of her face, but it doesn't really cut away. And I would consider her acting in that moment very spontaneous. Even the smallest of movements in her eyes, in her eyebrows, in her facial expression, it's just so raw and authentic. It almost seems unrehearsed. It almost feels as if she is really living that moment in front of us on that screen. And she just so happens to be being recorded, but she's literally living it, right? If you can think of a moment like that, that you've seen maybe on a TV show or a film that you almost thought to yourself, is this person really acting? That to me is spontaneity. If you lack spontaneity as an actor, you probably hesitate. You overthink your choices. You are a little bit ahead of yourself when you sing a song or perform a monologue. Or when you're in an audition and you've done a song so many times over and over and over again, you go into autopilot. And this is where spontaneity goes to die. Directors will always want to work with the spontaneous actor over the over-rehearsed actor. And why is this? Because you think if someone's over-rehearsed, they've really prepared, right? There is a degree of 
balance between the two that you definitely need. You need to show that you're a professional and you need to show that you're willing to take the steps and do the work so that when you show up, you are prepared, you know all of your material and your blocking and your choreography and you can put on a show eight times a week or however many shows you actually end up doing and you have a little bit of a spontaneous flair. Meaning you're not held captive to the choices you made the very first time you read the script. Does that make sense? Directors will always want to work with the person who is more collaborative. Someone who can take direction and execute it. That's what I like to call spontaneity. So how do we find spontaneity in your auditions and make your performances stand out? Here are five steps to unleashing your creativity and finding a little bit more spontaneity. Number one, you must be present in the moment. Now, to be truly spontaneous in your auditions, to make choices that are impromptu and on the fly, it's important that you're present in the moment. Being present means letting go of any distractions or worries you might have, maybe something that happened outside of the audition room, maybe something that you're even worried about within the audition room, reciting that entire monologue that you had to prepare by heart. If you let that swallow you whole, you will go into autopilot. And when you fall into autopilot, you lose that spark that helps you stand out from the crowd. And I truly believe that this is what separates good actors from great actors. You might be used to making the same safe choices over and over and over again, so much so that it almost seems robotic to you. But when you get to the professional level and you're auditioning for Broadway shows and regional shows and cruise contracts and national tours, going for the same role you are, and might even be singing the same material you are. And I think what makes you different from the rest of those people are the choices that you make on the fly in the audition room. But if you're not present and you're simply going through the motions, that's when you lose out on a big opportunity. I think to help you combat that, is to make sure you're taking a moment before you enter the audition room to take some deep breaths and center yourself. Right before you walk in, moments before you walk into the audition room is not the time to be going over your lyrics, going over the notes to a song, God forbid, learning something last minute. It's for you and you only. It is a moment for you to take a deep breath, maybe sip some water, and let go of any of the outside world that might be affecting you. I might have said this on the podcast before, but I did read somewhere that drinking water actually helps calm your nervous system. Um, so if that helps you, if maybe breathing is hard because you're already, your adrenaline's already pumping and you have a lot of nerves and anxiety over auditioning, uh, drinking water is a really good alternative. If you are tasked to do some sort of sides, maybe it's a, a little snippet of dialogue from the show you're auditioning for, then here is where being present really comes into play. Because sometimes we can hide through our choices as actors when we sing. But when we have to read dialogue, not so much. It's really hard to hide behind a melody. And so if you have a piece of dialogue that you do have to read with a scene partner in the audition room, take a deep breath before you start. Listen to your scene partner. Literally listen to what they have to say and respond to their cues. 
and then let the scene take you where it wants to take you. That might mean that the scene you're reading ends up in a completely different place emotionally, physically, whatever, than you thought it was when you rehearsed it in your bedroom alone. You have to take and respond. You have to listen and you have to respond in a way that feels authentic and spontaneous in the moment in order to have that little extra spark. Second way that I think is really helpful to add some spontaneity and some flair to your auditions is by making bold choices. So all this means to me is taking risks, making choices that showcase your range and your ability, showcases your personality a little bit. Even if the casting director doesn't respond to your choices, maybe the director doesn't laugh at whatever you said, you, you tried to make it funny, it wasn't funny. Just keep going because you never know if they actually are responding to your choices like you thought. In fact, some of the best shows I've ever done, I'm pretty sure the audience was flat as hell. They were bored. They were, they seemed bored at least. They weren't clapping as much or laughing as much. And then I get outside and I go to the stage door and people come by and they're like raving about the show. And I think it's so funny because... I thought the audience wasn't really responding to the show when in fact they were. They just had a different way of responding. So when you're making these choices, don't worry about how they're being received. Just make them. I think we're so stressed out about how we are perceived as actors, how we look, how we talk, how we dress, how we sound. It's all about how we're perceived and, and we're almost defined by that like we live our lives by how we are perceived and it's hard to differentiate our actor lives from our personal lives but what I'll say is this even if you make one choice that feels a little out there that's all you need to do because the rest will inform you if it didn't feel right in the moment try something else but you got to keep working around to different things until something hits well, how does one make a bold choice? Because that's a lot easier said than done, right? Well, I think the struggle of doing this is that we get really used to listening to a cast recording over and over and over and over again, right? Especially if it's a show we've already heard. Maybe you're auditioning for Newsies and you're singing Watch What Happens and you sing it back at your audition the same way you've heard Carol Lindsay sing it a million times, right? Because you've listened to the soundtrack over and over and over again. And you find yourself starting to make the same choices, right? How do we break from that pattern? When you're rehearsing the song, this starts in your rehearsal and your prep process. This is something that's really hard to do in the moment in the room, unless you are super advanced in your uh, training or in your career. A surefire way of finding new choices, bold choices, is by working with a coach that can see the other side of things. It's like really helpful to have a second pair of eyes and a second pair of ears to listen in, especially someone who's been doing this for a long time. This is why even the most successful people in the world have coaches and continue to learn and train because it's so helpful to have a second pair of eyes reviewing what they do and to give suggestions. But if you're in a time crunch and you're trying to figure out how to work around this without a coach, then you have to do a full 180. 
I mean literally singing the song as a completely different character in your head, make up a completely different scenario, like total 180 in terms of tactics and objectives and characters and who you're singing to and what you want from the song. I mean, literally completely out of the box, right? Even though you're not going to necessarily perform the song that way, you might find differences in your tone, in your delivery, maybe the vowels you choose or the actions you take in the song. You're going to find different things that you wouldn't have thought of in that moment, in that try, in that go around when you perform the song that you can bring back with you when you reset and go back to the original way you were doing it. That is what is going to help you find and make bold choices. And of course, raising the stakes. The more important your objective in the song is, the more important it is to you to get what you want when singing that song, or the more important it is to do what you're doing in the song, the more high stakes the song is going to become and the more spontaneous your actions will become. The more spontaneous you are in the audition room, the more unique you will be from the next person that walks in the room. Number three, and this ties it all together, is be open to direction. So one thing you need to know is that spontaneity doesn't mean going off script or disregarding what the person has written or even the director's instructions, right? You're not actually ad-libbing or doing anything out of character from the person you're portraying. Instead, it means being open to direction and willing to make adjustments on the fly. Have you ever been to an audition and right after you get done singing your song, the director says, great, now can you sing it as if you were, and then insert whatever crazy thing they ask you to do, as if you were a drunk lady or as if you were a teacher or as if you were a rock or something crazy, right? Well, if it's so outlandish and so crazy that it would never make sense to the show, why do you think the director is asking you that? Well, they're seeing if you can take direction. Because a director directs and an actor must take direction. And this is a skill that is vital. It's like dire in the industry. You need to be able to take direction. If the director decides to give you a note afterwards, take that as a gift, right? Because a lot of people just get to sing their song and then leave. So the fact that they're giving you a note and asking you to do the song again means you get a little bit more time in the audition room and that's really special. Don't take offense to it. Try really hard not to take offense to it because it's never made as an offense by the director. Listen carefully to what that person is saying. Listen. You don't need to respond. You don't need to say yes right away. Just listen to what they're saying because you want to hear the scope of what they're saying. You don't want to just latch onto one thing they said and then redo the song. Being open to direction also shows that you're a collaborative actor who can take feedback and make adjustments quickly. Number four is to practice improvisation. So improvisation is actually a really great way to develop your spontaneity skills. So if this is something that scares you or something that's a little bit out there for you, don't stress. But what I think is really important for this year for you, and it's for me too, is to do something that maybe is a little bit out there for you. Maybe it's a little bit out of the box for you because spontaneity is also a little out of the box. So take an improv class or practice with a partner, practice with your friend, practice with your mom or dad to help you become more comfortable with making split second decisions and responding 
in the moment without a script, without music or dialogue. Improv also helps you develop your listening skills, which is really, really important to being spontaneous in auditions. Lastly, and I mean this with my whole heart, trust yourself. You have to trust yourself and your abilities. Okay, if you have put in the work to prepare for the audition, you're already well on your way. So you have to trust that you have what it takes to deliver a spontaneous and engaging performance. Because if you're confident in your abilities, you'll be more likely to take risks and make bold choices during your audition. Again, let me repeat that. If you're confident in your abilities, you'll be more likely to take risks and make bold choices during your audition. So whatever it takes for you to be more confident in your abilities, get to it. If it means taking more class, if it means stepping outside your comfort zone, whatever it is, that confidence is the key to being spontaneous in an audition. Finding spontaneity in your auditions takes practice, but it is an important skill to have as an actor because by being present in the moment, by making bold choices, by being open to direction, by practicing improvisation and trusting yourself, you'll be able to inject spontaneity into your auditions and stand out in a very, very, let me repeat, very crowded field of actors. Thank you so much for listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. I hope you thought that this episode was helpful. If you did, screenshot it, share it to your Instagram story, and tag at Actor Aesthetic so I can see who is following along. If you haven't already, be sure to rate the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to today. And if you have more topic suggestions that you'd like me to cover, just send me a DM at Actor Aesthetic or at Maggie Barra. It takes a village. I'll see you next week. Oh,